0: yes find yourself a friend for the backroads. i've been away from my berry county perch for a few days traveling with a friend most of you know her her name is rivay lewis and she made her home in aurora for decades she and her husband greg raised three die hard hound dogs here after greg's death she moved away but comes home frequently to run errands conduct business drop off items or see a few old friends like me technology Keeps us close. Texting and calling on almost a daily basis. We have been through a lot together. I'm used to traveling alone, at least part of the time. I like having my own getaway car, which means I can arrive when I want and go home when I want. I learned long ago to avoid being on someone else's timer. My husband loves me, and we take a few jaunts together from time to time. But he tells me he's spent his whole life wanting a family, a community, a dog, and a home. He has all that now, and he relishes every minute he spends there. I like it. I too love the home he has created for us, but I like to succumb to the lure of the open road, the characters you meet along the way, and the stories that emanate from unattended vegetation, abandoned porch swings, and rusty gates. Yet other times I yearn to be surrounded by friends and family, laughter, games, giggles, and practical jokes. A recent camping excursion with family and friends was pure, glorious, despite the fact that we seem to have a daily trauma or two. But I do have some travel buddies. Michelle Mauris, a feisty Aurora grad who thinks I drive too slowly, will sometimes spend a few days on the road with me, driving Miss Daisy, as she calls it. Ravé also steps in to partake in the journey and takes some of the pressure off of Michelle. Sometimes she wheels into my driveway, and off we go on a few adventures, Thelma and Louise style. We are a bit tamer than Thelma and Louise, and we can't even seem to find a cop in the Arkansas Delta this week, let alone run from them or take them on a high-speed chase over the Grand Canyon. We have dug for diamonds at the crater of Diamonds Park, we've traipsed through Gettysburg Battlefield, we've found multiple out-of-the-way spots to swim, rest, cook, and solve world problems. When the pandemic hit, we camped and glamped our way through the badlands of South Dakota. When I realized we were only going to eat the food we packed on the wagon train to bring with us, I promptly flagged down a Schwann's truck and finagled a way to purchase chicken and hamburgers. The guy could only sell to businesses, so I did some fast talking and convinced a guy at a convenience store to purchase what we wanted, and then I would purchase it from him. That night, we cooked every bit of it on a campfire and wrapped and packed it away for the rest of our trip. Thank goodness. Otherwise, we were in for meals of trail mix and beef sticks, maybe a few boiled eggs. But we do have our fair share of laughs, surprises, and conversations with unsuspecting people along the way. What I like most about our excursions is the fact that we are so drastically different, but yet we relish so many of the same things. We celebrated her June birthday upon our arrival here on Friday night. One of her gifts was a Rocky Balboa headband, which she promptly told me the next day hurt her head because her head was too big. Not wanting to make her feel bad, I stammer like a first grader and say, my head's too big too. Whereupon she says, why, no, it's not. Not in proportion to the rest of your body. Hmm. She is my friend. She likes the back roads, back alleys, dirt roads, and paths that haven't seen humans for a while. She likes the shady places that look like the setting for a 1950s murder mystery where old-fashioned detectives might accidentally find out who kidnapped or killed you should you go missing before sunup. She knows the value of a good bathroom and agrees to never pass one up, despite the fact that stopping every 50 yards is going to wreak havoc on the 4.5-hour journey that is about 400 miles from home. She can make a biscuit or a banana muffin out of literally nothing. She would have made a great pioneer on those wagon trains west. She can bake something on a hot rock if she has to. And believe me, this past week, the Arkansas Delta has had plenty of those. We are both here at a little Airbnb in the middle of nowhere. The address is Crawfordsville, Arkansas. Even the people who live here look at us strange when we say we came here on purpose with the intent to stay six days. The question of why... Lurks in their eyes. We have found the path of Hernando de Soto at Park Inn State Park, watched a documentary of sorts about De Soto's cross, visited the boyhood home of Johnny Cash in Dias, Arkansas, and observed the path of the March 2023 tornadoes that leveled the high school in Wynn. My favorite sign while exploring the damage was a sign in a church that says, Jesus wins, W I N N E S. I love that. My friend did too. Like me, she loves watermelon, history, old buildings, dilapidated houses with stories to tell, and flea markets with junk stacked and piled so high you lose each other in the debris. In fact, I've had to call out her name more than once to make sure she wasn't underneath the items we were searching through. Then you both come up for air, treasures in hand, and a grin in pure satisfaction about your finds. She can talk about sewing machines, DNA, the Bible, courthouse research, and weather. We talk about formula for deciding how far away the lightning is by counting the seconds between it and the subsequent thunder and dividing it by five. She looks for bugs, gentle breezes, small miracles, crop dusters, bear, chickens, deer, soybeans, rice, and coconut cream pie. She declares war on the mosquitoes that are big enough to saddle and ride home and has promptly organized another hundred square feet of living space in our 300 square foot abode. She pulled over to the side of the road at Wynn High School, that building I mentioned that was flattened during a March 31st tornado earlier this year. As I walked around the fence line, taking some photos, she patiently waited in the car. She knew where my heart was. She understood the sick feeling I had in my stomach. We would read later about the four fatalities when suffered that day, and the heroic efforts of people who ushered others to safety that afternoon. She also pulled over on a back road and let me prowl around a place called Bird Eye. Bird Eye is a sweet surprise with all the vibes of the Whistle Stop Cafe and Fried Green Tomatoes. A story about friendship, secrets, and resilience. Bird Eye was supposedly named by locals who thought it gave off a bird's eye view of the world. Others say it is because it is no bigger than a bird's eye. Others say if you are driving through the area and blink, in the blink of a bird's eye, you can miss it. It is also home to a gorgeous veteran Cemetery and is located on Crowley's Ridge National Scenic Byway. Rave gazes out at each night's sunset and tries hard to boss me around, but today is my day to be the boss because we are supposedly taking turns. I took her to visit my 90-year-old cousin Wayne, Estes, in Harrison, Arkansas, on the way down last Friday. When she went into the bathroom, Wayne asked me if we had been friends a long time. I nodded my head yes, winked, and whispered, she's a little bossy, hoping she'd hear me and hoping he would heckle her when she came out of the bathroom in true Estes style. He nodded his head, leaned forward, and looked me straight in the eye. Well, you need that, don't you? Sigh. I guess so, Wayne. I guess so. Here's hoping we never run out of back roads, sunsets, or the lure of the open road. Oh no, tomorrow's her day to be the boss. I had better rest up.